So I'm gonna talk about the five things you can do anytime you're overwhelmed, and then five things do your best not to do that actually make the overwhelm worse. Let's dive in and discuss. Hey there, welcome back to the Jackie Finatori Show. I'm pumped to have you here joining me today. I know your time is precious, so we're gonna dive right into it and I'm gonna give you the five do's and don'ts of what to do when you're overwhelmed. But first, if you're watching this video and you are feeling overwhelmed in this moment, I have a special gift and offering for you today. It's called the Energy Shifter. It's an experience where I personally guide you through an energy clearing and shifting exercise. will have you feeling calm, centered, back in your body and better than ever. Go check that out. Link is below or go to JackieSenatori.com forward slash energy shifter and enjoy that free resource. I'm your host, Jackie Senatori, and each week I help you shift your mindset, clear your energy, and get into alignment, clearing the blocks of creating a life that you truly love. So we're going to start with the first one here, and it's kind of one that everybody knows, but I'm going to add a little something extra for you. The first do is breathe. So much of the time when we get overwhelmed, we literally hold our breath. We constrict our muscles. We get really into this constriction and tension, and we don't allow that breath to go through. Our breath is our vitality. Somebody just recently told me that a breath is a kiss to your heart. It's a hug to your nervous system. So the little thing here is not just, okay, deep breathe. Do you ever notice that it's actually hard to take a deep breath sometimes when you're anxious or overwhelmed? So instead, I'm going to offer you two different strategies of breathing. The first one is allow yourself to feel that restriction of breath. That's right. So if you feel like, I can't breathe, I'm really overwhelmed, you're in your head, you're probably in the future thinking something, I want you to call your attention back, put it back on your body, and where is the restriction? Where do you feel like it's tight? And then don't try and change it. That's the trick. That's the new thing. Just allow it to feel restricted. Focus behind it, above it, below it, and just observe it. It's not wrong. I want to breathe. I don't need to have a deep breath. I'm okay. And just that permission piece there that you don't have to change your breathing can oftentimes give it permission to change. This work that I do with people in energetic work is to go with the flow of how things are and not force them to how we think they should be. Taking that pressure off of things really makes the hugest difference. Do you ever notice like when you're really like pushing yourself to do something, it makes it worse. There's more restriction. There's more challenge. And then you just let go, you get busy doing something else and it shows up, allowing. So that's the one style of breathing. The second style, if this one works for you and you can try and see which one works in different moments of overwhelm, the second one is a 4-1-4 breathing. So you take a deep breath in for four seconds. So let's go ahead and try it. So we'll take a deep breath in for four seconds. And then you want to hold it for one second. And then exhale it out for four seconds. Now, what I find really inhibits the success of this for some people is that they're breathing and they're still thinking about the thing that they're overwhelmed about. So give yourself permission that whatever is creating that overwhelm, that thought, the job, whatever it is, you're going to think about it in 60 seconds from now. Just give yourself 60 seconds to shelf it. And I'm just going to focus on my body and breathing in for four seconds. Let's try it one more time and then we'll move on to what not to do. So breathe in four seconds. 
Hold for one second. And then exhale out for four seconds. Yes. And if you feel a shift just with that, now it's like validate yourself for doing it. Really, sometimes people can hear advice, read advice, but they don't actually do it. So if you feel better, just allow yourself to know like that spirit body connection. Allow yourself, your body to know, hey, I'm here. I'm listening. I'm doing good for you. It makes a world of a difference. It makes that chaos slow down. Let's get to the first don't. And I kind of added it and sprinkled it in there. But the first don't is don't judge yourself. One of the first and I think worst things that we can do when overwhelmed is add judgment on top of it. And if you listen closely when someone's overwhelmed, you will hear language like, I don't know why I'm so overwhelmed. I shouldn't be overreacting like this. Why can't I just calm down? Not only are they overwhelmed, rightly so, because if you're overwhelmed about something, there's a reason. It's not wrong. Sometimes we get overwhelmed about things other people don't get overwhelmed with, but there's usually an underlining lesson change, something we've been not paying attention to. So no judgment of being overwhelmed. And catch yourself when you're overwhelmed What's your self-talk? What are you saying to yourself? Are you giving yourself, okay, I'm overwhelmed and it's okay. I'm just going to give myself two minutes, go through that breathing, or just permission to feel overwhelmed and find where in your body you are overwhelmed. Move judgment aside. We probably picked judgment up from somebody else who couldn't handle overwhelm, and then we learned that way of being. Just think of it. When your child is overwhelmed and they came to you and they're overwhelmed, would you say, you shouldn't be this way? Stop being overwhelmed. You wouldn't talk to them like that, most likely anyway. Sometimes parents do. (laughs) You would give them permission. It's okay that you're overwhelmed. Just be with it because as soon as you say that, it moves through. So the first do is breathe. And the first don't is don't judge yourself. It only makes it worse and it's only going to amplify and prolong your feeling of overwhelmed. So let's go into number two of what to do drink water. I know it sounds so simple. It's like, these are not rocket science. Breathe, drink water. We have more coming, I promise. But these ones are vital. It's really hard to shift your energy state when you're dehydrated, when the very thing that gives you life and vitality is missing. So I'm going to build here to new ones. But if your breath is restricted and you're not breathing or even being aware of your breath, or you're completely dehydrated, your body is going to be freaking out and the rest of the tools really don't work well. And this one is super easy to do. It's just drink water. So when you feel overwhelmed, go to this list. Did I drink a glass of water? And then reassess how do I feel? And most likely it's going to take the intensity down just so slightly. Water is a huge part of life and your well-being and just being able to actually access different thoughts. So be sure to drink a glass of water. Okay, so the second don't is don't dwell. Do your very, very best that when you're overwhelmed to do these steps first, to take care of yourself before you go and share this story with everybody. We all might have been on either end of it. The person that calls that friend and starts talking about the very thing and how your boss or your partner or whatever it is that's creating overwhelmed and you're really, really energizing and putting so much energy into the story, creating more of an overwhelm. And that's okay. It's not that sharing what you're going through is wrong. It has benefits to it. But when we're triggered and when we're in a really high state of overwhelm, We want to get to neutral first before we're going to basically be putting more into the overwhelm bucket, which is what we want and why you're here, is to, when you're overwhelmed, how quickly can I get back to neutral? And dwelling and 
really amplifying the story that we're telling ourselves is creating more of what we don't want, which is filling that bucket up of overwhelm. So I'm going to share something that might be a little triggering. Overwhelm is, is a feedback. So it's a feedback to an imbalanced perspective. We're thinking of something in an incomplete way, meaning we're on one side of it, only seeing the drawbacks, and our body is giving us this overwhelmed feeling, trying to actually get us back into alignment that, hey, what you're seeing is is not really the full truth. And once we get to the full truth, which we do by that exercise checking in, giving ourselves what we need, then all of a sudden when we get to a calm state, we actually will get the other side and be like, wow, I kind of overreacted for no reason. Or you might start seeing that help is there, support is there, something will come in after neutralize. So this, what I teach is just closing that gap of time of when you get into a really heightened state of overwhelmed and when you get back to calm. We're just going to save you time, get back into your life, get back into your enjoyment with your family, your friends, your kids, and not spend a lot more time in overwhelm when you don't have to. So watch the stories that you go and share, just prevent it, see if you can get to neutral first before going to share that story. Which brings me into my next do, do sit with it, do be with it, don't fight it, take it on a walk. So either sit quietly for a few minutes and you know, everybody has a few minutes. I know some people say, you don't understand, I don't have time to sit with my overwhelm. Yeah, you do. If you have time to go pee, You have time to sit with your overwhelm. If you have time to even drink a glass of water as you're drinking it, where do you feel it in your body? You have two minutes. It's just, do you want to? You can spend the next hour overwhelmed or you can spend five minutes and just be with it. And what does it mean to just be with it? So you can do this sitting. You can say, you know what? I just have to go for a walk. I forgot something in my car. Go for a walk, go somewhere. And as you're walking, feel where in your body, where is the overwhelm in your space? Do you feel it in your throat? Do you feel it in your chest, your stomach, your back? And just stay with it. Put your attention on it. Allow it to be there. Allow yourself to have permission again, which is the theme of this video, as you can see. It's the way out. It's the way through. It's the way that it it really moves through quickly. It's the fighting it that keeps it there. So take your overwhelm on a walk. Sit with it. Give it full permission to be there. It's not wrong. Observe all around it and watch how quickly it'll leap. And sometimes you might start crying. You might have an emotional release. You might get really warm or hot. It's energy that wants to go through your body. And the more we prevent that or judge it in some ways, the more it's going to stay stuck and then have to come up in different ways. Which brings us to the don't. Don't bury it. A lot of the times we're taught to Just ignore it, distract, do something else, you know, Netflix, go eat something, go have ice cream, whatever it is, and just don't think about it. Don't think about what you're overwhelmed about. That can work for a temporary moment. If it's needed in that moment, you're giving a presentation. And I mean, even then you can still be like, okay, I feel some tension in my shoulders, but let's just say this isn't the moment for it. Don't bury it. Don't forget about it. Don't stuff it in the closet and say, you know what? I'm just going to pretend it's not there and keep pushing forward because it's going to come out and it's going to get louder. It's sort of like pushing beach balls under the water. And eventually you're going to be managing all these things that you're preventing yourself from feeling. And then they start popping up. Or you might have experienced this coming out when you least expect it on the wrong person. When you get tired, all of a sudden you just let it all out in a way that is just more out of control. So if you can't be with it, And you need to just for a moment push it aside and revisit it later at a different time. It's just don't bury it. Don't forget about it. 
it's really one of the foundations of Meditation Mondays where people join me from all over the world every Monday. And for 20 minutes, they feel their stuff. It might have been from four days ago, might from from 20 minutes ago, but whatever it is. And they have that continuous practice of emotional and mental fitness. So it prevents them from just containing everything that they don't know how to handle and deal with. This alone will save you so much time. It'll save your health. It'll save your relationships. It'll save your ability to call in more things that you want to enjoy in your life. It's really, really vital not to push things down and bury them. Which leads into our next one, which is a do. Do clear your energy. So if you're new and you're like, what the heck does that mean? Go try out that energy shifter or just check in with your body. Put everybody in a little bubble and float them away. Just Become aware of your space, of how you're doing, of what energy you're in that you're creating from. Do you have a lot of anger that you're ignoring? Because even if you ignore it, people feel it. Do you ever go near someone and you're like, oh, that person feels very angry or they look really sad? You're feeling something. Because despite their best efforts to hide it, it's in your energy field. It's what you're attracting from. So right now, your energy that you're in is attracting your life. Like attracts like. You have uncleared stuff in your space, things that you're burying or pushing down or not being with, just thinking, oh, that little thing is no big deal. You start to attract from that frequency. The people in your life who you're meeting, who's coming in contact with you. If you look at it as like an energetic frequency, let's say you're at a five, you're going to attract things in life that are vibrating at a five that day. When you're at an eight, you're attracting just different things that are connected to that. We all kind of flow between different energy states. It's just we can become more conscious of what energy state am I in? Can I spend five minutes a day, a morning, five minutes at the end of the day, just clearing my space, clearing my energy, getting present, becoming aware of where I'm at without making it wrong? Okay, you ready for another don't? Don't engage until you're neutral. So when you're overwhelmed, it's not the moment to go fix the problem. And I know sometimes it can be very energizing. You know what? I'm going to go tell them exactly how I feel. And it's okay. It's just, it's going to give you some other challenges and some feedback. And you might regret it later or think, ah, I should have done something different later. Well, now you can have a little note of don't engage until you're neutral. What does neutral mean? It means you've checked in with your triggers. You don't feel like you're at a 10 or an 8 or a 5. You've been with the energy of it. You're not in judgment of yourself or somebody else regarding the situation. And when you come from a more centered place, when you're more in neutral, and then you go and you engage with either the person or whatever it is that was part of that overwhelmed, you're going to think completely different. You're going to see things completely different the outcome will be tremendously different than if you're coming into anything from a reactive place. I often joke and share with people that I work with that if something really got me heated, I will tell the person, the thing, the bus driver, whatever it is that's creating like, ah, this intense emotion or reaction, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to discuss that. I'll get back to you or I will go check in, go for the walk, do all the things that I'm sharing you here with you here today before I write that text, before I respond to that email, before I engage. And if the person really wants to engage with you right now, I will let them know, you know, I I just need five minutes to reorganize and get my thoughts together. If you can't do that, they're not giving you permission to do that for whatever the reason is. I just got to go grab something in my car. just got to go get a phone call, whatever it is. And then if you have an abundance of time, do it the next day. Really be with it. Feel your emotions around it. Don't engage until you're neutral. 
okay? Life will get a lot sweeter. You really be operating from a higher level of consciousness. And as you're not engaging, we're moving into our next do, which is do get grounded and connected with yourself. What does grounded mean? I have another video if you want to check it out of how to get grounded and all the nuances of that. But you really want to get back in your body. A lot of the times when we're overwhelmed, we're in a story and we're likely in the future or we get triggered and we're in the past of thinking all the time somebody has done that to you. Remember when this person did that to you? Remember when they did and you start compiling, compiling, or you're in the future thinking of something worst case scenario, what can happen from that? And you're not in the present. You're not in your body. You're energetically somewhere else. And when we get back into our body and we connect, visualize our grounding cord, base of our spine, straight down 4,000 miles to the center of the planet, we get our feet connected, we, we become stable again. We become present again. We get to feel what's actually going on. Because sometimes you might be this person or have known somebody, they don't know what they feel because they're so disconnected that they can't even get in touch with. I don't even know if I'm angry or sad or I don't know what it is. I'm just I'm so beyond. And that's really because they are so scattered. that So they really need to make it a practice of like, okay, I'm not going to think or solve anything right now until I follow these steps and get back into my body, back to being connected, not feeling like I'm just everywhere because you're going to get that chaos response back or it's just going to keep amplifying. Okay. So we're moving into the second to last one, which is don't keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Meaning- However you're handling right now being overwhelmed, if it's not working or not working the degree that you want it to, try something new, experience something new. You really want to be open to what will work. And what works for everybody might be different. And a way to find and discover what will work for you differently and give you a different result is to get connected to yourself, is to clear your energy space, get back into your body, get centered, and then ask. What do I need to see? What would work best for me? I really want a change. I really want to be calm. Show me life, universe, God, soul, higher self, whatever you connect to, ask and see what comes in. You don't have to think of the answer. Just ask the question and then allow the answer to show up for you. It's really remarkable when you do this. Sometimes it might be you'll see a flyer. Something will say something on the radio. Three people in one day will mention this yoga center or Pilates or this supplement. Or But what you do know is, is if you ask for clarity, it will come in. That you've tried everything up until this point. It's not working. I'm not going to keep doing the same thing and same pattern and expect myself to just have this different result, to not be overwhelmed all of a sudden magically. Life is inviting you to get a new answer. So ask a new question, get a new answer, get a different result. Okay, let's move on to the last one is do give yourself some credit. Do give yourself some love, some a nice energetic hug. You're really doing the best you can. And the more you can love yourself through undesirable moments or emotions like overwhelm or anxiety, the faster you're going to move through it. And you're not trying to love yourself for being a perfect person nobody's a perfect person. So start loving the parts sometimes that are hard to love. And when you love the hard parts about yourself that are hard to love, others will too. You won't have this high expectation or one-sided way of being that you only deserve love when you're perfect. You only deserve loved when you're calm. It's no, you deserve love, even more love sometimes when you're overwhelmed. Overwhelmed is not bad. 
It's feedback showing you something. Something's not working. Your body can only get your attention by this alarm of overwhelm. Like, hey, you keep burning the candle at both ends. Stop doing that. I'm overwhelmed. And so check in with yourself. Ask yourself more empowering questions. Get the answers. Come join me inside that energy shifter experience or meditation Mondays. I'll show you how to clear your energy, get grounded back in your body so you can start loving yourself today, enjoying your life today, not somewhere in the future, not back in the past when today. You're so worthy of it. Thank you so much for joining me here today. It's been an honor to have you a part of this and I look forward to seeing you in another video. Take care. Oh, 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 oh,